Everything's colored. Everything we know is... Oh, it must be it's still in orange. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today... And it's Eric week. And it sure is. It sure is. Um, yeah, so, you know, our structure is... We switch off week to week, so I guess every other week is Eric, is Eric week, but... Uh, but if for some reason this week, it feels a little more substantial than it does normally yeah so about a year ago maybe it you know maybe to the date we did uh eric and andrew months Correct. and uh at the end of eric month i did like a playlist kind of like this and yeah i haven't really been listening to any like full albums lately <clears throat> so i figured i'd just kind of toss you some you know tracks of note for myself some, some singles yeah some singles uh yeah I listened to these the other day when I played yeah. a very solo round of disc golf. Oh, super cool. Uh, yep. Uh, and now I'm sitting on my couch recording this. Because um, you played too hard. And now I can't sit the right way because yeah. my back hurts. You played disc golf so hard that you couldn't sit right for a few days. Nice. I bet I'll be all good tomorrow. I took ibuprofen and it really just isn't kicking in really so, <clears throat> yeah back still hurting been home from Dang. work for about an hour and 40 now so, got a burrito bowl in you maybe that'll burrito help. bowl in me a little chips and queso i mean so like, when this song came on and i think you know we'll have to kind of actually address the music because it is very different song to song yeah on this episode it sure is, <laughs> sure is. I love how dirty this bass is. I heard this song for the first time. It was on like some, like a daily mix kind of playlist on Spotify at Peely's house on her stereo when we were like making dinner. And like her stereo is like real bassy. Like, and just like the way her house is constructed, it just like, like the speakers are like on the floor and it feels very kind of wrapping the bass. Yeah. And then just like, like, and it was like, Right at the end of 10 things when I was just like, I'm playing bass as loud and dirty as I possibly can. Of course. And so hearing that song was like sort of a, I was like, yeah, dude, that's what, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Another, uh, another noteworthy bit there is, yeah. uh, how absolutely disgusting the fuzz is. Yeah. Right. Just dirty as hell. And I guess to note that song is called hunted bands by Tanuki Chan. Would you, would you call that a um, the the fuzz thing? Was that a bass or was that a guitar? It, I I couldn't tell. I it may be a combination. I think I have a tough time just real deciding sometimes, and I think uh, if you do it a certain way, you can't really tell. Like I remember, so in like I'm saying, in ten things, there's a lot of fuzz going on. Will and Lots I both really use a lot of fuzz. And there's this one hard song where fuzz. hard clipping, yes, like the it's a flat, it's like a the file, the is a brick, the wave, yes. 
And so like in the first song on our album, there's like a wall of fuzz that kicks in and Uncle Dave was like, oh, what fuzz were you using for that? And I was like, nah, that's that was Will actually uh, on guitar. And like yesterday I was listening to Beastie Boys and there's like this one song where they kind of went back to doing hardcore yeah. called Heart Attack Man. And now there's that hardcore band called Heart Attack Man. Oh. Hey, you know what's really funny about the new Heart Attack Man band? What? I genuinely, and this is me yeah. being nice, I think uh-huh. they're bad. Okay. I haven't listened to it, really. Uh, I think they're a TikTok hype band, and I think they're bad. Mm. Like a funny, like they're funny guys or something kind of thing? Yeah, I think they just got some traction off of social media, and people are blowing them up to be something bigger than they are. I think they're just kind of... There's really nothing impressive going on there. I see. I'll dive in, and I'll... I'll give it a fair assessment too it sounds like they're um, doing like like 90s hardcore but worse somehow okay but yeah i was listening to another song where i was kind of like oh wow that bass is like really dirty that's a super dirty bass and i was like thinking i was like really nailing it i'm like and there's not even much guitar on this song actually and then there's like a part in the song where it's just like a drum drum and bass kind of break Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's like a really like flat EQ'd like clean bass and it's just a super dirty guitar over it yeah anyway I uh it's always interesting I think I brought this up before but how like modern bass is recorded yeah it's recorded with the same DI through two separate channels most of the time yeah a dirty channel and a clean channel and then they mix those Uh two channels to get like what you know as like Like a a blend kind of thing right it's very interesting yeah where like a guitar is like you would never do that with guitars or i mean you would but like you would do separate performances for every time you change the tone right but yeah because because it you want to have you can have a bunch of uh guitarists in a band but you don't really ever want to have two bassists yeah you start stacking like bass guitar takes that's gonna sound messy as it's gonna yeah the the bass is really gonna start stacking yeah, and it that last song was called uh, "Siren 42" by La 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 La. I don't have much to say about that one, but it's like a pretty kind of, I guess, a dream poppy thing. And I kind of so this was also my idea behind this episode was like, I think, like I mentioned a few weeks ago, like I have that one super long playlist that I made for yeah when I started working at Manifest. It's like 15 hours now, and like crazy. It's a, it's a, it's like. 250 songs or something like that but somehow it's like really really long i'm gonna put a thousand songs in your pocket nice (gasps) have you is that like the the original ipad ipod thing or whatever so do you remember the the steve jobs movie yeah 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 at the end of the one uh, i think so maybe but at some point it looks like he's played by a guy that isn't ashton kutcher towards like the end of the movie or something and his daughter or his wife are like leaving him and like getting into their car and like right as they're about to get into their car and they've like turned away from him like the big line to like get them to like turn around is i'm gonna i'm gonna put a thousand songs in your pocket really like yeah like because it was technology that was about to be crazy but to us these men are so unrelatable like, I just don't care about people like that. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's, cool, man. I'm, I'm really happy that I have an iPhone and that I'm recording this on my MacBook. Right. But, like, I don't need that movie. That is not, like, uh, or, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, stuff like that is just, like, your family's leaving you and the best you can do to get them back is, like, talk about work, which is definitely the strain in all of your relationships. Right. Like, I think, so, <laughs> I think what they're, I can't tell, like, the quote is stupid. To begin yeah. with, and I the acting just isn't great. Yeah, I'll have to find the clip and uh-huh. send it to you. But yeah, he literally just goes like pretty deadpan. I'm gonna put a thousand yeah. songs in your pocket. That's hilarious. Just so out of touch. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's what they were attempting to illustrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. How but out either of touch way, he was. I'm just yeah. I'm not into. I'm not into those dudes. I, you- I'm not impressed by them. I mean that. I guess we're going on savior. So (sighs) that last song was called "Spooky" by Dusty Springfield. I think it's just like a cute little, little groovy, spooky little kind of song. Now I got part-time PDA. Oh shoot! Night drive. I can't tell. It's so yeah 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 okay yeah on the yeah the album art does say part-time PDA. I think the album's called PDA. But yeah, this song's called Night Drive. And uh, this is very much a free parking song to me. Like, okay. I think working there, uh, like, broadened my musical horizons in a way where I had to put on different things than what I necessarily liked because it's like a store, you know, where I was like right. playing need, music for it needs others to be more all day. Background music. Yeah, and I so yeah, I think that kind of got me in much more of like a universal like what is it called when it's like like kind of anybody can listen to it you know yeah like palatable yeah i think it got me more into like just sort of palatable just sort of like all right sure yeah that's tight and uh yeah i don't know i remember hearing this song and just like it's yeah like night drive and i just made me think of like like driving at night like you know like nice weather and like windows down kind of like a little Ooh, like a little nice little breeze, like kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I've said cool... this like a million times, but yeah, it's stuff like this is so weird to me because it's like, okay, believe me, as I'm about to say this, I realize how ridiculous this sounds coming uh-huh. from a guy that listens to like four genres, but yeah. like. When modern bands try to do stuff that sounds like it's old, yeah, it just like I feel like it's been done a thousand times. And I realize before I, uh-huh. people start ripping me to shreds that sure. everything that I listen to sounds the same. It's a lot of same, same. I feel that though. Like, I, I know what you're saying. I think where I, I can sort of agree in a way where I'm kind of like. Yeah, I don't know the this PDA album, you know? Right. I know the song. I don't know that I could sit through a whole album. I think that's kind of the idea with a lot of the stuff where it's like, you know, this kind of thing. I know what they're going for. Like, this sounds like it would be playing over the mall speakers in the 80s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, and that's the idea. And I think yeah. probably that's what they uh-huh. were going for. That's the vibe that sure. they're looking for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they were going like, for like scrunchies and neon lights. Yeah, 
Yeah, the synths. This actually, I think there's a band called like, it might be Wild Nothing or something like that. Wild and Stallion. One time I, yeah. I showed Peely this song once and she was like, oh, this like really reminds me of of something. And then she found it like a few minutes later and it's like the... Like fully lifted melody. One of these bands did from the other one. Like, Oh, you know what? Now that you're mentioning it. But it's more strings from that other band. You know what we should do? We should have somebody who like knows what the fuck they're talking about on to do it yeah but we should do an entire episode on city pop city pop i don't know that you know like japanese city pop from the 80s i might but that sounds i'll, I'd be, I'll I'd link be you a, i'll that. link you a playlist stuff's okay. an absolute vibe that sounds neat it's like what japan was doing in like the late 70s to like Sick. all through the 80s I like how, like, even when there's not, like, lyrics and stuff, like, there's this, like, uh, Japanese jazz playlist that I've listened to on uh, YouTube a few times. It's, like, this yeah. dude who, like, um, like, is playing records, like, doing, like, a set, like, DJing oh, records. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, somehow it sounds like Japanese, even though there's, like, no words or anything. You right. know what I mean? You could just, the vibe, you're getting a Japanese yeah. vibe. The, the angles of like note to note is like just like okay I like so this song is Juan Waters the song is called Water I am um, the guy's name is Juan Waters yeah or Wouters W-A-U-T-E-R-S I'd go with Waters yeah I think saying Juan Wouters is like Juan Wouters <laughs> that sounds like a character that Jack Black made yeah. No, this this little chorus yeah. though reminds me of like Nacho Libre or something. Just like a like a nice kind of sounding, a little bit like happy sad, but like with like a Mexican accent kind of thing. I might be entirely misquoting this, but yeah. when the director for Nacho Libre was trying to get Jack Black on board, yeah. He was like Jack Black said something to the effect of, do you think it's in my best interest to play a Mexican character as a white guy and, like, uh-huh. do an accent? And yeah. the director said, uh, and I'm probably butchering this and misquoting it, nobody will care if it's funny enough. Nice. That rang true. And it did. And it rang true. And I think it yeah. holds up to today but i think the workaround that they did in his like lore in the dvd is that he's the son of like a german air force pilot and a like a mexican woman and then he was put up for adoption and then he lived at the the adoption thing helps too yeah like he he just kind of like lives at the monastery i think that's that's like the workaround in his backstory but it is totally like a white guy doing a mexican guy yeah. And like Jack Black is just good enough of a dude that people are like, all right, yeah, sure. That's cool. He, I don't think he's ever done, had like another like really questionable role. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. Cause like what But else? this dude, Juan Waters, when we did Eric Month and I did that playlist, I put on a mm-hmm. song that he did with Mac DeMarco. I remember that. Do you remember that? I yeah. do. <laughs> They're like riding yeah. mopeds in it or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I do remember that. Um, cool. I was wondering if you'd remember the name. Is this? Uh, uh, is this, this is Elliot Smith? This is Elliot Smith. You know what's this really is Rose funny? Rose Parade. Yeah. Russ used to be like, you should listen to Elliot Smith, and then I'd be like, no, yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And right, he, he's like, it's like singer, songwriter, lyric, acoustic stuff, and I was like, yeah. No. Yeah, I don't sounds, like that. Yeah, it sounds exactly like something I don't want to listen to. Thanks, though. Yeah. Oh, thanks for letting me know that it's actually something I'm completely uninterested in. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think very similarly, Russ probably also said the same thing to me. And like Uncle Dave, you know, they're like the same age or whatever. Like definitely both huge Elliot Smith dudes. Uncle Dave would play Elliot Smith around me and stuff. But I didn't, it didn't hit for me until like last year like in right. the, definitely in the last year or two in your singer songwriter like, phase i went through my singer songwriter just saddest thing possible kind of thing like a year yeah. ago and i was like you know what i'm ready for it like let's do it um and then i was like hey i'm i've arrived can you make me an elliot smith playlist and then uh uncle dave did that which is maybe about a month after we did that other playlist because i remember it was the like elliot smith reminds me of moving into this apartment now Um, interesting yeah because i remember like the first weekend i moved here i was listening to that playlist and then i was like driving around going to like yard sales and stuff you remember when i was doing like a yard sale thing for a little bit like just try to get furniture and stuff yeah, and just kind of like Stuff. I had weekends off because I was landscaping and I was like in a neighborhood that like has yeah yard sales and all that. So I yeah, remember this you doing me of, like, landscaping this time last year. That was the worst thing ever, dude. Dude, everybody I've ever talked to that's done landscaping for a spell has been like, that's the yeah. worst job ever. It's just so like, it's like you don't have to be inside. I think a big thing. I was thinking this the other day. Anybody can do it because all you have to do is be willing to do hard work and you don't have to be presentable enough to go inside of a place. Right. You're like, you're an outside dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you just live outside now. That's it. You, yeah. Like you're dirty as shit all the time. Yeah. You don't. Nobody has to feel safe around you because nobody has to be in a space with you. Oh, my God, dude. Landscaping guys in Massachusetts are some of the most, like, ready to fly off the hinge guys. Uh, Yeah. You just see him walk in in a high-vis hoodie and Carhartt Uh pants with rips in the knees. And you're like, oh, no. Dirty. Just dirty as hell. And then they sometimes they just start talking to you, too, for no reason. Uh Uh-huh. You ever have a guy in mass just start talking <laughs> like you're t- to you? You're talking to what are you talking to me for right now, buddy? <laughs> like I think the most odd interactions I've ever had. So like I work I you know, both of you both you and I lived in like virtually the same area at different times. Yeah. So uh-huh. like you lived in Winton, I also lived in Winton. Right. We frequented the same, you know, places out there. I yeah. that's like identifiably in Taunton probably the hood like that's probably the yeah that's like the worst part of Taunton I mean probably stabbings per capita goes up there a little bit definitely like shootings. not pretty yeah certainly shootings because that guy got killed in front of my house at one time um, I think there was a shooting in front of my house down the street too that's, at one point. see and that's what I'm talking and then you go to yeah. the other side of Taunton it's half a million dollar homes anyways the point being is I don't think I ever had like a weird like 
interaction at a convenience store there. Yeah. Which is where you would expect it to happen. It's the Tedeschi's across from the Wendy's in, like, East Taunton, basically. Yeah, by Frank's house, by the industrial park. Yeah. that Like, you want to have a weird interaction, dude? Go to that Tedeschi. It's a 7-Eleven now, but, like... That Tedeschi's was like just a breeding ground for dudes to stand behind me and go, "Hey, hey, bro, you got fifty cents?" Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "No, I have a- I'm using a debit card like an adult." Yeah, like, bro, I have a very similar thing where, uh, one second while it's still happening, this song I like a lot. This one is at the beginning of that movie, um, "Under the Silver Lake." Yeah, remember how I wouldn't shut up about that movie for like a year? Is this a, is this band old or are they just trying yeah. to look like the Beatles a little bit? Nah, this is sixties. I like how they have Asian representation. Yeah, like a Filipino man. That's good. I think like the lead singer is that man. Um, yeah, this is like yeah. this is Beatles light. <clears throat> Very much so, but like, like the Beatles are specific enough of a thing where it's like, okay, yeah, this is Beatles. And even their most kind of like palatable songs and just kind of like accepted songs is like this. You're not getting away from the fact that this is the Beatles. Right. You know what I mean? So this is just like, it's like casual. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like that type of thing, but it's like, this is, I love the, the little, like how it counts back in from the, ah, the little Hammond organ in the background right here. Yeah, dude. So sick. I also like how the drums are the drums are completely in your right ear and then just the strumming is in oh, yeah. your and just guitar strumming is in the left. That's really interesting. Nobody would do that now. No, cuz it's it's a bad mix. It it feels bad to my ears right now. I've never noticed that. I like that though. <laughs> this is this you're supposed this is supposed to be listened to through speakers. Period. Absolutely, yeah. Nobody's using headphones. When did headphones start? This was never intended to be listened to through headphones. I feel like at this point in time, you only use headphones if you're recording music or on the radio. Yeah, something where you don't want any, like, bleed. Yeah. And even then, all the equipment was so fucking noisy, it wouldn't have mattered. Right. Yeah, all bleed, all live recordings. Insane how much, like, you go listen to old recordings, how much noise there is just like tape machines being like oh right 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 and like just you can hear reel to reels going like yeah the fucking microphones being like uh-huh and they're like that was the peak of recording i don't know about that man I don't know about that like, one, Chief. Like two, like two years after they were able to, like, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Solo stuff a little bit better. Right. Isolate. Isolate. Yeah. Imagine this, right? Imagine you're like, all right, yeah. we're going to the studio. All right. So what we're going to do is you're going to record. Uh, we can only record four tracks onto this tape. Uh-huh. So everybody's going to nail their parts the first time. you got to be tight as shit. Okay. Yeah. Now we're gonna take those four tracks, record it yeah. to the first track of the next four tracks, and now you guys uh-huh. get three more tracks to play with. Yeah, you're losing fidelity left and right. Here. I mean, what that's are you why there's so much do? remasters. That's why everything gets remastered. Like you're not gonna see 
And like maybe if like just like mixing people like prefer different types of mixes and stuff like 20, 30 years from now. But like I doubt there's going to be like, you know, Kanye Life as Pablo remastered 2040 remastered like, i can't imagine fidelity getting any higher really no because and it's because it's like that's a wave file it's it's already like direct it's already like as clean as it can get like just unless people prefer to hear things differently or an artist is like oh actually i don't like the way i mixed that now now i'll remaster it like right or like their early stuff that sounds like shit yeah 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 because like, there certainly is, is a difference uh, in between like whatever the production level of the stuff that Kanye did in like 2006 to like what he's doing now. Yeah. Like I could see like a college dropout remaster. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. See that. Yeah. And that's difference in like recording or whatever I think too. Right. Like that's, that process has changed. I guess so. I guess maybe it'll always happen, but either way. Yeah. This song is a Lee Hue by Noelani Cipriano. I think I don't really know how to say her name, but this is a, she's a Hawaii musician and this one's just super cool to me. Like very cool drums, six synths, and very, just like very beginning of a spy movie. Yeah, very super cool. I I'd say um, James Bond esque, but this doesn't really you know I'm not really getting James Bond out of this. Right, maybe like a uh, I don't know another kind. Who is the the uh, oh, 1979? This is from that's insane. Um, what was that one with Charlie's Throne being a spy? Oh man, I have no clue. Like, I feel like it. I don't want it to be this. And like, you mean it, my this... friend Charlize? Charlize, yeah, your friend, your homie. My friend Charlize, yeah, she wanted to make it. She couldn't make it. Charlize is actually yeah. really busy these days. So, uh huh, right. She no, yeah, I feel that. I had her. I, yeah, I had her. I was gonna have Ron, but then Charlize said, "You guys got it." Well, yeah, you. I wasn't ready yet, so you guys just kind of had an aside off mic, and then... right, and then Charlie's had to leave. So, Charlie's, yeah, cool. This is uh, so this is Kalapana. I was telling you about them a few weeks ago. Yeah. So like, this is a big deal. Like, they are like a big deal here. Like, it's like every dad's favorite band kind of thing. Um, and also, but young people too. Like, and so I was telling you a few weeks ago about a few weeks ago about. Uh, shooting something for the re-release of this album. So this is from yeah. like 75 or something like that? 74, 75, 76? Yeah, 75. And um, ha- oh, yeah, any half of the 70s you can think of. Any half is like the mid, mid-70s mid somewhere. But very cool. I think it's like produced in California with some like, you know, big whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway... There was this whole like kind of event around the re-release of the album because I guess they pressed it like once and then it was kind of not ever like repressed or whatever. And um, right, the you know the band members all switched out, people died, and you know like I think there's like one at- surviving member of at least this this lineup, um, and like you know rights you know whatever but they re-released it and then um did like a whole line of merch and everything like that and uh yeah it was super cool and so it's a little funny because like i remember in like october yeah i was at a friend's house and they played a call upon a song and i was like who is this this is super tight this is like sick and they were like are you kidding me 
Like this is Kalapana. This is a big deal. Like crazy that people were like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm from Massachusetts. Right. Like this is incredibly. Well, regional. now I've now I've been here a minute, but yeah, yeah. Still though, this so, is this is something that you would be like introduced to as like a child though. That's yes, one of exactly. Those things. Yes, you'd hear it at like time. a cookout growing up. Yes, you don't. Yes, absolutely. You didn't grow up like yeah. You know, like as as we hear like bad music Arrow from the seventies. Yeah, dude, Aerosmith, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude, incredible how much Aerosmith I listened to and how much I never liked it. I don't. Yeah, I don't like Aerosmith. I. It's trash, right? It's like I it's think it's like, bad, honestly. It's trash Led Zeppelin. It's like somebody who liked Led Zeppelin, and, like if Kid Rock was you know trying to I, be Led Zeppelin. This is this is my honest opinion about it. It's what? so like. If I meet an older person, right? Yeah. Say, like, whatever my mom's age is and back. So, let's say, like, 45 and back. Yeah. And they and you're like, what kind of music do you listen to? If, like, in the top three is, like, Aerosmith or, like, mm-hmm. uh, what's, what's the other one? What's the other one? God damn it. Like, The uh. Doors. Like I immediately, okay. I'm immediately like, I. If you I, could buy a Coles shirt for this band, you're out. I think, and this is this is real. I think that your peers don't yeah. even agree with your music tastes. I think you have mm. bad music tastes for your age, even. Yeah, generation, just like it doesn't matter. Like that's yeah, you are. It's like somebody who has bad taste now. Like when you were in high school, like when you were in high school, you made fun of kids that listened to the stuff that was actually good and stood the test of time. Yeah, I agree with that. This song is. uh... Oh, but anyway, to finish that other thought, it's like funny to me that I got to be like involved with this like really cool project when I like don't really know that band and it's like a big deal to everybody. But I've since educated myself, and uh, you know, happy to be there. Right, but. This song is uh, my favorite I, band. That's the name of the band. Stereo. No, the song is called My Favorite Band. The band okay. is called Family Stereo. Right. This song just came on a playlist one time, and I thought it was like really pretty and cool. And it's just like talking. Of, it's like my favorite band, but it's this whole idea of like this guy is friends with his favorite band. So it made me think of how much I love Feeble. Okay. And like, really hit when I was for you. Yeah, especially when I was getting real sad that Feeble wasn't playing together anymore. Um, <gasps> Breaking news. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but that was that was a rough one for me. But then I, I like the song. Um, I also remember playing it in the car uh, on the way home from the beach. The first time that I said that, the first time that Peely and I said, "I love you" to each other. Oh my god. Yeah. So Whoa. just a sweet little song. Yeah. I like this one. What was I going to say? I had something. Oh, it was back on to my train of thought. Tedeschi's thing? No, it was back onto my train of thought of like like boomer music. Oh, yeah. And it was, a, it was a TikTok that I saw that said, if you're like in your 20s or like, you know, like your, tw- like your late 20s, early 30s, and you say that you like the Grateful Dead, I think that boomers have just infiltrated your mind. And like yeah. tricks you into liking it. That's hilarious. And, or you watch that documentary on Amazon. Right. And while I don't think that's necessarily true, I thought that the adage was funny. I like that idea. 
The Tedeschi's idea though, that happens to me a lot where I have a very approachable face, I think. So Unlike Zach very, Day. very Yeah, yeah, sure. Polar People like opposite. to stay away from that guy. Yeah. People love to just like put me out. You know? Right, like right. like really take my time and attention to talk to me. And nobody around me will ever come close to helping me out of these situations either. They will fully turn their back. Like, if I'm somewhere with a friend and, like, there's some man, like, some some landscaper, some dirty man, just, hey, bro, you know this, you understand this kind of thing too, hey. Like, and then my friends will fully turn the other way. Yeah. Like, not no attempt at, like, oh, hey, Eric, don't we got to go over here? Nah, I can, uh, att- I can attest to that because... If that's, just kind if that's of like, happening to somebody I know, I, yeah, not helping. I'm not helping. I hate it so much. I hate it so so. I much think that's on because I, I think that's on you to be like, right, yeah, man, I gotta go. I yeah, and eventually I have to get there, but it's just kind of like, bro, help me a little bit, dude. Like I I get mad about it. It's a, it's a and you know maybe this is a me issue, but that's maybe a, I'm, it is just I am too nice. It's I'm nice, and people can see that about me, yeah. so they want to say hi. I try and then my, I'm too nice to do not get away. If you're like alone in public, do you yeah. not scowl on purpose? I guess not. I do. I make that's my, cool. I, I, contort, guess. I contort my face in a way that makes me look incredibly unapproachable. No, I'm like, like smiling all the time. No, like if yeah, this is me standing in line. You ready? Yeah. I'm doing, oh, I'm doing a full frown or I'm going or I'm going just one of these. You ready? You ready for it? Nice. Yeah, here this was this this is me in line. Yeah, I I don't want to talk to you because I you know like yeah, I'm not going to talk to somebody in public cuz I'm not a fucking psycho, but like right. don't, um yeah. I could see how somebody would be like Hey. <laughs> oh, I can say whatever I want to this kid. Oh, this kid knows. Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah. My friggin' wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All my friends walk away. Dude, I'm out of there. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, you, get, you just kind of got to be like, yeah, man. If that ever happens to me and somebody's talking to me in public like that, I kind of just go, uh-huh. And yeah, I just I got to get just, better at that. I just nod at them. I give them nothing yeah, back. Yeah, that's tight. If they can keep carrying the conversation with me going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then they deserve to keep talking because they could talk to a fucking wall. Right. And it's, it's not putting you out at that point. I'm doing the very most I'm doing active listening yeah do you remember that um, Jake and Amir bit where uh, Jake was like Jake's ripping Amir to shreds and he's going uh huh okay alright and then he goes stop stop doing the active listening thing I don't know who taught it to oh, you oh right 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 stop I remember it. that I remember that <laughs> Stop That's doing the active funny. listening thing. It's annoying, and you're not doing it right. That's hilarious, dude. Did you have, have you, you been watching their new ones? Yeah, I was about to ask you. Have you seen the like the newest or one of the newer ones? It's called Q, and it's not yet. It's uh, it <laughs> Amir is 
uh, QAnon. He is, oh, nice. he is Q. So, like, he's like, yeah, I just started making shit up about, like, pizza places that, like, you know, take advantage of kids. Like, just, like, the most heinous shit I could think of. And people believed it. Could you believe him? That's very funny. <laughs> I like Jake's that Jake's like, yeah, I could believe it. You're, like, creating turmoil that shouldn't be made. He's John Wolfing. <laughs> He's just like, I remember it. Yeah, I just think of the most ridiculous things I can think of. And then I just kind of post uh -huh. it on the internet as fact and people take it. Sort of, I like that, like, Forrest Gumpification of history, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, just the idea of, like, oh, that's why that thing happened. That happens in, like, um, I guess a different thing, but in Curb, they do a Seinfeld reunion. And yep. um, it's, like, one season they're, like, writing the Seinfeld reunion episode and, you know, rehearsing it. And there's, like, little clips of it in, like, the last Jerry. episode of the season and stuff. And, like... The thing is, though, like, George comes into a lot of money by creating an app that, like, tells you where all of the toilets in the city are, like, that you can use publicly. <laughs> all right. Because that's, like, a big, like, storyline, like, through Seinfeld is that George is, like, keenly aware of, where like, all where the public bathrooms, bathrooms are. are. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. This is, um, so this is Fela Kuti. I believe, I don't know exactly where he's from, somewhere in Eastern Africa. But um, so this is Afrobeat, and I think, as far as I can tell, he's like kind of the dude for this type of music, and uh, Nigerian. Okay. But it's just very cool and like groovy, like just super sick, like drums and rhythms. You know. It reminds me of something that I would have heard in a Disney movie from like the fifties. Yeah. At one point. Totally. Or another. Or like Fantasia. Yeah, Fantasia-y. Big Fantasia Yeah, it's kind of vibes. like... It is like orchestral, but it's like more dancey than that. Right. Um, oh, wow. On Google, there's a question that says, How many wives did Fella marry in a day? <gasps> 27 wives. In a day. Hey, guys, it's that Thursday again where we take you back memory lane to the yesteryears. Okay, so... Is you know, foreign. I think there's some. I think there's some translation happening in this article. Uh, and today we want to remind you of the time Fela got married to 27 wives in one day. Yes, guys. Afrobeats legend Fela Anikulapo Kuti got married to 27 women in one day back in 1978. Wow. Yeah. In, in what was seen as a very daring move. Okay. Even. Yeah. Okay. So even to other people, it was a daring move. <laughs> They were like, okay, wow. No, but this dude had some like I, crazy I was, like I was afraid that like even culturally I was just missing something. Uh -huh. But even to people like close to the situation, yeah. that was a bold Just move. in Nigeria, that's super chill. Uh, to yeah, marry I didn't 30 know. women. Yeah, that's why I didn't hey. pass any sort of judgment. But to hear that uh, right, his, right, right. even his peers were like Well uh, uh, that's daring. That's daring <laughs> is you know. Can you learn twenty seven names in a day? I mean, I'm guessing he knew them, right? Like, he didn't just marry 27 random women? Well, so, and I might... I actually put a, another one of his songs on here, because I think I actually like this other one better. But that the one that just... Oh, wait, no. I think I like the one that just played better. But this next one is more like the big one. I love expensive shit. That's a great name. Yeah. Yeah cool art that's kind of why i left this one on here 
because just the art is sick. It um, this is a record you'd like find at a Goodwill. Yeah, absolutely. And you'd be like, uh, I have no idea what this is, but I uh-huh. love the art. Yeah, I'm sure it's like very. Maybe this is him with his 27 wives here. That'd be kind of crazy. It's, it looks like him and just a bunch of women on the cover. But And so I might kind of butcher this history here, and I don't want to just read off of Wikipedia because it's going to be like a lot of information. I'm going to be stumbling a little bit. But I listened to this podcast called Great Moments in Weed History. Okay. And it's like, it's like one of the dudes who did like uh, some Vice weed show, like Bong Appetit or something. It's like all weed food or whatever. Dude. It's, it's like... You know, I'm like, just really quick aside here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The network that pisses me off absolutely the most, you'd imagine Vice. it'd be like Fox or CNN. It's uh-huh. Vice. Some of those people over there are in fucking sufferable. Yeah. They're just like, we're a white guy and we went down to a dangerous place and get shot at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, at least the, the the man I'm talking about right now is, is Pakistani, so it, it helps a little bit. Still, but. you know what I mean. Like you've seen the <laughs> yeah, vice yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude with like a beanie yes. and a soul patch, and he's like, I'm going uh-huh. to warring Mexico. Yeah. To step We're gonna be- get to the bottom of the cartel. Right. Like we're gonna talk to the cartel. Like, hey, it's so dangerous. There's like a I forget what show it is. It's either like documentary now or like just Portlandia or something. Maybe I think it like was Jack documentary Black now. Somehow. Yeah. I th- I th- if they I, do one of those. I think, yeah, they make fun of Vice funny. where they're just like, it's so crazy too because they're like, we got in a car and we had our translator talk for us and yeah, they, they yeah. got in an argument and then they started shooting at our car. It's like, it's just full bro culture. Like, just like, like what did you think you were like? Wh- how? Like, yeah, no. how privileged of a background do you need to come from to be like, we need to get to the bottom of what's going on in Mexico? No, you don't. Leave it yeah, alone. I need to get to the. I need to get to the bottom of this. You like, don't need to get to the bottom of any. Like, <laughs> no, you were not helping. Take the word of the people that are over there going through it. Don't yeah. be like, I don't believe them. Hold on, let me get to the bottom of this. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think that we've moved past that a little bit at this point, right. but I don't really know. <laughs> but anyway, so like this podcast just covers like historical kind of like weed law stuff and just like, you know, talking about like the people who like were kind of pushing boundaries to like, you know, make medical marijuana like an idea in the first place, like stuff like that. But, um, like, AIDS patients or whatever. But so they did an episode about Fela Kuti because, you know, he's, like, a, you know, very talented musician. Like, I think it's very important in creating this type of music and stuff. But, like, so he basically, it sounds like in Nigeria in the 70s or whenever he's, you know, kind of being the dude, he, um, I think weed is illegal, like, categorically. Okay. And so the war on drugs he, is raging. Yeah. And again, I might be butchering this story, but to my understanding, he kind of creates his own little country. Like a, you know, like a compound or something. Okay. And like it's getting a little dangerous <laughs> now. Yeah. Cuz now it's starting and to sound so, like a cult a little bit because right, he married 27 women bit. and he had his yeah, own country. Yeah, has like his own country kind of thing, but yeah, so at some point, like, the police, like, 
raid his compound or whatever. As they and, do. like, they, like, throw his mother out of a window, like, killing her and stuff. Like, it's, like, That's real wild. deal. Like, they are they are mad at this dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm get, so, I'm yeah, I'm just kind of connecting that, like, his own country and the 27 wives thing uh, for right. sure. Because it's but that sort there was of another like story a thing that he'd be allowed to do with his own country. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, for weed, I think was kind of the big deal. Like, so he could like smoke weed. But also, there was like another story about like he was uh, like maybe in this compound or not. Like, he's the police are at his home, and then they're like knocking on the door. He has a bunch of weed in his house. Very very illegal, you know, whatever. And um, like. He realizes the police are coming, so he says, "Like, oh no, you can't come in yet. Like, I'm there's a naked woman in here." Is like his excuse to like keep them outside for a bit, like give give her some privacy while she gets dressed. But he, meanwhile, he finds all of his drug stuff and is flushing it down the toilet, and then he successfully does this, allows the police in his home. He's like, "Look around, see what you want," and then they like just take out a joint and like drop it on the floor, and they're like, "What's that?" And then he, like, picks it up and eats it. And then they arrest him. And then they're, like, trying to be, like, all right, shit in this bucket now. And, like, (laughs) he has, like, he has his mom make him some type of food that is going to, like, bind him up for a few days. And, uh, like, so then he can't, like, poop out this joint. And then eventually he does, like, at night and then, like, I don't know, gets rid of it in some way or another and, like, gets off somehow from this whole thing because they can't get this, like, planted joint off of him. They were so ready to get him. They're really pressed. They're so pressed that they were going to dig through this man's shit. Yeah. At that point, why not just arrest him, do a little he said, she said. Right. Yeah, already it sounds like they're pretty crooked. They might as well. <laughs> they might as well just arrest him and be like, we found weed in this like, house. Yeah, there's like enough of due process that that's not fully working. But yeah, I don't know. He's super cool, though, is the vibe. That's the idea. Yeah. I'd like to know more about anyway, his own country and the 27 Wives situation. I'm going to, I'll send you that podcast later. Yeah, I probably won't listen to it. Um, yeah. You want to skip to that post animal one? Uh,. No, nah, we could just let it ride. Just let it ride, yeah. Let it ride. Cool, cool, cool. How long is this song? Um, eleven minutes total. It's That's like five more minutes. Unfucking believable. Well, see, yeah, they kind of just jam for a while. It's just rhythm. You just kind of, it's just the drums that kind of keep going, and then you can just yeah have a sax solo on top of it. <laughs> like, and, and yeah, you know, we we love a sax solo around here. Yeah. Around this is and we were talking about saxophone recently and that sax solo on that of love song i think that was kind of cool i definitely prefer this saxophone to that saxophone i think this <laughs> is the place to have a big brass band and drums and stuff right i think that's chill to you know be creative and put a sax solo in your like post hardcore song but i don't need that uh when me and dave were talking about that he uh messaged me and said yeah uh, a song had a sad solo in it. And I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. I've never heard a yeah. categorically sad solo. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like corrected himself like a day later and was like, oh, nice. sorry, sax solo. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. He might have corrected himself like right after. I don't know. Yeah. But I saw Sad Solo and I was like, fuck it. Sad yeah. Solo. Sure. Cool. 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 I, um, he's coming in today. He's visiting this week. Is he? Oh, Uncle is that Bob where well, he's? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him on his Instagram story. He's flying. Yep. We got to get this one out quick so he's got something to listen to. Oh, he's on. He's on, He's like here now. Yeah, I mean, he's he he's gonna already. need it. For, oh yeah, I guess he's. I guess around. he can. He's gonna leave, right? Well, yeah, he's gotta leave. Yeah. Sure. So we could. Yeah. Anyway, send it to him. Give him. It, let him in early. Yeah. Okay. I'll just send him my side. Yeah. Perfect. He could just guess what I was <laughs> saying. Yeah. You know what's interesting. So this says Eric Week by Eric Melanson, song twelve out of fu- out of fifteen. Twelve yeah. slash fifteen is my birthday, Eric Melanson. Whoa. So it's like very like I'm like whoa right now. You're you know? just all over the place, man. I'm nuts, dude. Um, was oh, but say? a few weeks ago I was telling you like okay, so about this like the main playlist here. It's called Manifest Bra. Okay. Uh, manifest, comma, bra. B-R-A-H. And, uh, yeah, I made it. Yeah, I made it about a year ago. Um, real long. And the cover photo is actually this excellent, excellent photo excellent. of uh, Tom Selleck as Magnum P.I. Yeah, I'll show you. Let's see the. Let's see this. Magnum P.I. Hose. Hose? Yes. H-O-S-E, dude. Very good. So it's him in is some beautiful a, lawn, like North Shore or something, with a Ferrari that, behind him. What's that? A wetsuit jacket. It's a wetsuit. Yeah, it's like a wetsuit vest. Okay. And he's just spraying a hose at his like chiseled, hairy torso, with the tiniest wet shorts. You know, ball sack almost hanging out of it. Yeah, this whole mustache. Like this is just like peak. This is sex appeal. Ferrari you know? in the background. Yeah, this is insane, dude. So, that's the photo for that um, the playlist. Um, and who is that? Tom Selleck. That's you Tom know Magnum PI. Are you familiar with that idea? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with Tom Selleck. Yeah. Oh, here he is too. Like this is just a cool dude. This is like how I dress: just that little shorts, like Vans, Reynolds. long sleeve. Yeah, I'm Burt Reynolds. The way that it's I am lit, Tom that Selleck. Looks that looks like Burt Reynolds. You know what? No, that says Tom Selleck, but That's it does crazy. look crazy. Like that looks a lot like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, is, this is that. Um, is this the new Post Animal song that you were talking this about? This is that new Post Animal. Did you listen to it when I told you to listen to it a few no, weeks ago? No way. Really weird rhythms. Like I. I like how the point of the podcast was that we just send each other music anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like and just listen to it and now but now it takes it takes the podcast to be like all right that's when I'll we've turned we've turned a this, hobby like, into a job sort of yeah absolutely in a, in a way so like uh-huh. if you're like listen to this i'm like no nah, i don't think i will well yeah and i was gonna say it's like sort of the millennial way to monetize all hobbies and uh social interactions i like how poppy um, this is that's this is an interesting change for them it is right um, but yeah, it's just, uh, 
Uh, what was I saying? I fully lost my train of thought. Oh, we don't even mon we're not even monetizing. We don't actually make money off this. We're just I, bro, creating what, an obligation. One for of these ourselves. days, we're at like we're cooking on like 250 downloads a week. We're yeah, we're we got some listeners. Where are they? But yeah, this song is super like it's really like different. I it's definitely like they and they each release is pretty separate from the the other. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. every time they've put something out, it sounds like another step toward being Tool. Right. You know? Like soon they'll just be going like. Right. Um. But yeah, even this one and the next song, I put both singles they put out from their newest album on this playlist, and even the two songs are completely separate from each other. Like, Do they just little... sound so different. Yeah. 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 Very straightforward. Right before that, like... I mean. Oh, okay. It's like it's like real funky with the riff. Um, but yeah, very. And I wonder how much. Because Joe Keery's new project is also very different from Post Animal. So I was about to say, like, oh, it's real different because now he left the band. But I think it's just they're just doing different, just different stuff anyway. Because they're just doing different stuff. It's weird yeah. that he, like, left the band. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, oh, well, I, at first I was like, oh, he's just not in the band anymore because he's busy acting. But then he just has, like, his whole own solo project and stuff. Which I guess is like, you know, you get a little bit more control over it if it's just you. You don't have it's to also, worry about it's like... Also, yeah, it's easier to make because yeah. you're relying on nobody else except for you. Except for you. Right. And like, There's no I don't he plays too many shows. Yeah, exactly. He did... I think he did a handful of shows right before COVID. And uh, it was funny, though, because he made everybody in the band, including some post-animal members, I think, dress like... Like, they all dressed the same... They all grew little bad mustaches and, okay. like, all wore a wig that looked kind of like his hair. And it was just, like, funny to me because, like, I'm sure it's difficult for him to, like, live as a musician when mm -hmm. he has the fame he does from acting. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, to play shows, I'm sure half the people there, to be generous, are, are like... Are just Stranger Things fans? Yeah, like probably more like ninety five percent realistically, and like yeah, I mean if you went from like playing little shows to playing like packed venues, then probably yeah. yeah. So like, but I like that idea of just kind of like okay, everybody's gonna be Joe Carey on this stage right now because the project <laughs> so is like having just, a hard time picking them out. Yeah, the sh the band is also just called Joe. It's D J O, but. Yeah. Anyway, this is that. This is the first uh, single to come out. I dig it. I don't care as much for their newer stuff, you know, to be certain uh, compared to their like first couple releases. But I like the idea of this band a lot still. So I'm just kind of. That's fair. Know. What do we got next after the post animal song? Uh, it's actually the second post animal song. No more sports. Um, None. This one reminds me of that Bronco band. Whoa, this music video is crazy. Yeah. Is this real or is this CGI? It's too far away for me to tell. It's gotta be CG. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely fake audience members. Audience, audience. Do you remember that episode of Portlandia? No. It's like Fred realizes that he missed hip hop, and um, okay. Carrie educates him on it because he has this dream where he goes to see Jay Z, and then Jay Z goes, "This is the part of the show where I pick somebody out of the audience," <laughs> and like. He picks somebody out of the audience to like recount their favorite hip hop memory or whatever, and then Fred is like, he picks Fred, and Fred is like, I don't have one, and he gets really embarrassed, and he wakes up, and he's like, Oh my god, I missed hip hop, and then like Carrie right. does this whole thing, and then he really goes to the show, and then Jay Z, voiced by Jay Farrow, of course, goes, yep. This is the part of the show where I pick somebody out of the audience, <laughs> and then um, and then he's like, New York Bro, City, 1972, this, this song. Yeah. Is like if Toto and uh like Rush had like a baby. I think that's what post animal is, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little techie, but it's also just Toto. Like Yeah. And like the the video too is just like it's almost like when All Time Low did What's that song? I feel like dancing. Do you remember that? The one they did with Rivers Cuomo. Dude, and I was just like I stopped listening to All Time Low. You stopped listening to that and one like, album before that single came out. I think I stopped but, listening to him. Okay, I never listened to Dirty Work ever. Right. You handed them off to me when the singles for Nothing Personal came out. You I, were like, "Oh, look at how cool this is." And I was like, Whoa! And then you didn't I, care after I those two to, singles. I listened to like nothing's personal, and like yeah. that's it, right? And then they came out with one single from Dirty Work, and it was so bad. But it was they wrote it with Rivers Cuomo, so it was like playing into selling out. But you know, Weezer blows like anything after <laughs> like Pinkerton is just so bad. What do you mean, it's dude? Like, you didn't like pork and beans? Yeah. And like, Beverly you know, it's like the new Fall Out Boy kind of thing. It's So this video is playing into that, like, this is 10 years down the road and we totally sold out. Like, they're like pyrotechnics on stage and stuff. But, and it's Dude. like part of it's kind of like, are you doing a bit or it is a bit, but they are doing the bit better than these other bands, so, I think, is what I'm saying. Oh, man, I'm making so much mic noise. I'm going to have to cut all of that out. Not. Um, yeah, there's this kid on Twitch. He's German kid. Yeah. Um, somebody got killed by this kid in a modern Uh-oh. warfare game. Not Uh-oh. like killed, 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 but like somebody. And then this kid had his Twitch name as his name in game. It was like, you know, in parentheses TTV. This kid and he they go to this kid's stream. And he's straight up got full-blown pyrotechnics in his room. No way. And, like, a laser light show. And he's, like, throwing a mini 30-second rave every time he kills somebody. No way. Yeah, it's, like, and there's house music playing. And it's, like, (laughs) flames going off behind him. And, like, lasers everywhere. That's how you get people in those streams, huh? Dude. And then everybody took notice. And then he disappeared. Wow. It's almost like he Weird. got in trouble by his parents because he was 15. Sure. Oh, this song, dude? What is this song? This is 
Big Persona by Max O'Cream and Tyler the Creator. So this song came out okay. September 7th. It's so realistically, it's two months after Tyler the Creator's new album came out. But like he is feeling himself on he is, like he is really rapping on this. Yes, he is really rapping. He is really showing you all of his rings and earrings and suitcases, his Louis Vuitton luggage or whatever. Like he's like rapping with his shirt off. Like he's doing. I the, feel like he's doing the rapper thing. Yeah, he's like burning out in some fancy SUV, like and, and like, in a Dodge Charger, just doing donuts in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And this like, is a rapper. I feel like, this is a rapper doing yes, a rapper thing. Absolutely. Just flexing in a car. It's incredible. This is spinning great. Spinning out. It's so good. Like, I was so stoked when this came out. It's almost... <laughs> it's almost a bit. Yeah. It's and then this so other dude much. is... Yeah, and because... And this guy's name is do Big that Persona? His, no, this dude's name is Maxo Cream. Who's... who's The song is Big Persona. Oh, uh, Okay. Okay, well then that I makes love sense. this dude like just pointing to his chick's pregnant stomach, like. But um, yeah, I think just Tyler can't do this in his own music videos. No, because it's it, not the artist that he is. It would be kind of silly, but he can get on somebody else's track and do it. Absolutely, yeah. He can't have ass and like making it rain and like you know pointing guns at the camera in his video. He's not going to blur the Louis V logos on his video. That's for this guy's video. No, he's, so he's, yeah, he's doing like, you know, he's, he's scratching the itch of the like modern yeah. rapper thing uh-huh. in yeah. this video. That's incredible. I think that's like my favorite music right? video that this year probably I've seen. Right? <laughs> That beat was so boring. Like, yeah, it just the song uh-huh. itself was just kind of whatever. The video, yeah, killer, so sick, dude. Yeah, very, very cool. And just getting to see him like, like really rap again, instead yeah. of doing the like, not like half artist rap thing. thing, but like, yeah, he's his music is very art now. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But yeah. I, so yeah, I, I really loved that that video and song, um, and that's about that. That's Eric Week. There's Beach House too, whatever this is. Yeah, Beach House is just playing next, huh? Is that like that one Beach House joke? That's funny. That came up. I guess that you watched the same thing. Oh, week, that's so very it's funny. Come up with the same suggestions, but. Oh man, Tight, right? so sad. Yeah, Beach House is incredibly sad. Um, but cool. Yeah. Dude, I got a fucking what you got? bookshelf, dude. I finally bought like a bookshelf. Like you bought a new bookshelf? Oh, cool. I want to get a bookshelf. To I like have like hold, a, a decent amount of books. It's like hold the manga that I've been buying. I'm trying to do like a whole shelf, like a whole five shelf bookcase. Like full oh, of yeah. shit that I've read. Tight. Really going for it. Yeah, you kind of you kind of blast through that stuff, huh? Yeah, it's comic books, so you could read like a ton of it right i also i'm i'm under the impression that i'm reading them not a way that people regularly read them i guess a lot of people like will read the panel and then like look at the art and like study the art and then move on to the next panel and read it and then like really study the art i'm reading it more as like a like a flip book 
Uh huh. Like I'm reading the panel and I'm like glancing at the images. At the images, as to not like just to keep the book moving fast. I feel like right. it gives the book like a sort of like motion. Nice. I like that. I feel like also that stuff is like the way it's kind of just like line drawings and like, you know. Yeah. Unlike whatever, American just, comics, it's black and white. It's all black and white. Yeah. So it's it, in that way, it kind of seems like it's meant to be more like, okay, yeah, here's an aid. Let's, you don't have to take a million years looking at this image. That's how it feels to me at least. But that's, I mean, back when I was reading a lot of comic books, I don't know if you remember when I was going through that phase. That's how I was also reading comic books. Right. I do so. remember you going through a comic book. Was That was a while ago now, though, right? It was like, yeah. Like, like maybe my, when I was still in Massachusetts. My, like, late teens. Yeah. I'd say anywhere from, like, 16 to 18. It's probably when uh-huh. I was doing that. And then before that, I read a lot of comic books as a kid. My dad just had them around, so I read, like, a ton of them. Right. So it's I, more, like, forget that I read comic books as a kid. Right. I just had whatever, like, Uncle Dave, like, gave me. Mm-hmm. And, but then I remember, like, you know, when, like, Spider-Man movies started coming out or X-Men or whatever. Read, like, some X-Men I really comics. liked. Yeah. Yeah, and I really liked the movies because I was like, oh, yeah, I, re- I read this comic book or I watched this cartoon. And I felt like I was pretty tapped into, like, you know, yeah. lore and canon of what these things are. And then eventually, like, super fandom starts for stuff like that. And then I was just kind of like, oh, shoot. That's not me. I guess I don't care about this stuff at all because I, when I talk about this stuff with people, it sounds like I have no clue what I'm talking about now. Right. You know? Well, it's also so then I, like, awful when they grill have, you, too. Right. But so then I, like, forget that I, like, was legitimately very interested in these things before, you know? Did you, you also read Watchmen, right? The graphic novel? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I read that. I read it after I saw the movie. Okay, I think I might get the graphic novel. Yeah. I had it at one point. I don't know where it went. I wonder where mine is, too. You know what? Or maybe, Probably I, storage, maybe I, guess. I didn't have it. Maybe I read yours at maybe, your yeah, maybe house I gave it to at you. one point. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's where I have the memory of holding a Watchmen graphic novel. Yeah. That checks out. Probably just buy it again. You can go Newberry Comics and get one. They like consistently yeah. have them in stock. Yeah, it's still 2008 in Newberry Comics, huh? Yeah, they have a bang in manga section. Really? But yeah, you know who actually? I do has like a, to go to Newberry Comics. You know who actually has a better section? Barnes and Noble. What? Go figure. Really? Huge oh, bookstore. Section. Yeah. I when I was at Free Parking, we had a Newberry Comics shirt at one point that was like definitely really old, like from when it was like a new place. Yeah. And like for some reason I was I guess I was just broke. So I was kind of like I didn't want to just be like, okay, give me every shirt that I like here, you know? So I right. didn't like ask for it or take it or whatever. Cause I if I did ask for it and he was like, Oh, give me like thirty bucks for it, I was gonna be like, nah, actually I'm not gonna do that. But uh, I should have taken it now that I think of it. I, I would have been like, let me get that shirt. And then he would have been like, give me 30 bucks. And I would have been like, all right, put it on a layaway. I'll pay me first, and then I'll give you the money. Yeah. Next time I work there, I'll do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I want to do next week, because we've been doing a lot of screamy music on my side of the aisle here. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I've been getting back into like older counterparts, too. Ooh, and cool. That, and that's like 
that's really interesting to listen to again because it's like you can hear. Did them. we only do their newest album on the on the show? Correct. It, but I, I, part of me wants to do their new stuff, their older stuff. I wish I knew. Like, I'd be down. I wish I knew like off the dome what I what I've been listening to. Um, let's see here. Uh, let me go to uh, my YouTube music. I'm on my couch, so this is incredibly hard. I bet. Yeah, you're trying to read pretty far, huh? Well, I'm also. I don't have a keyboard on me, so I have to navigate everything with my mouse. Oh shoot! Like I'm, I'm fully on my couch. My keyboard's across the room. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, 2013, you know. Yeah. The difference between hell and home. It's very good. It's so sad. What's the one that he like? Is always like this is not a good album. Why do you people like? Is that just the, all their music? The one before that, uh, Currents Vicarious. Okay. Currents Vicarious, yeah. He's like the Currents Vicarious is a bad record. I don't ever want to play any of the songs off of it. I saw uh-huh. them live, and they played the Disconnect, which is off of that record. And he's like, "All right, guys, we're gonna do it." The guy in the front row has been yelling Disconnect all night. Uh huh. We're gonna we're gonna play it. And if this place yeah. doesn't go off, he was. He said, "If this place doesn't go off, I'll stop the song in the middle of the song." I'm not joking. That's hilarious, dude. And he's and you know him from Twitter. He'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. He's not. <laughs> he's not joking. No. He'll stop the song. I forgot that they did a uh, audio tree. That's a real early one. That's 2013. Dude, yeah, that audio tree is so good. That's one of. I think that's I think my I, favorite audio trees ever. I think I really like that. One. Oh yeah, it's disconnect. That's the one you just said. Yeah. But that is that on that that audio, yeah, it's the first song. That audio tree is old as hell, right? Two thousand yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. They play a lot of the stuff off of this record too. The difference between Hell and Home. Uh, this has got Witness on it, and I think yeah. Witness is top three favorite counterpart songs ever. Tight. Yeah, this album. The, it is the 2013 album too. Yeah, the difference between Hell and Home. Yeah, I think the cool. di- the disconnect is off of the record before this, but you know, that's mm-hmm. like the song that people are always like they want to hear. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Sweet. That'll be it. I'm down. That'll, that's what we'll do. I can't even I can't even see the time. How long have we been going? Hour and Hour 11. 11. Sheesh. <laughs> All right. Next week, the difference between hell and home. Counterparts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just some more screamy music. Yeah. It's sad. Buckle in. Don't read It's a. dark. It's If <laughs> If you're prone to crying over music, don't read the lyrics. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all really sad. Uh-huh. So, Homie's in a dark place, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah, sure. I think this one is like a bunch of grandparents died, like back to back to back. And that's... I see. Yeah. that. I also went through that pretty recently. So, you know. Right. Okay, we'll see how this Ooh. hits. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a big one. Maybe it's an, uh, an emotional episode. I listened to it while disc golfing the other day. It was great. Oh, cool. Anyways, 
This has been the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. And you've been great. Next week, the Disconnect. Counterparts. Listen to it. It's great. Bye. Hell yeah. <laughs>